0: 72 of Leaving Betting LA brings us to the Super Bowl edition, Super Bowl 55 from Tampa, Florida. I'm your host, Sam Maxwell. You can find me on Twitter at smaxwell713. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Chris Lord. And if you're wondering why we didn't have a show last week, that's because Chris's uh, wife had a second baby. So congratulations to the Lord family, a healthy baby boy. We're happy to hear uh, that everyone is doing well. Let's bring in the proud new papa, Chris Lord. How you doing? You're probably very tired, Chris. I am tired. It's such an old trope, right?
1: With people having kids. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it is what it is. It's a, uh, you know, I probably probably don't seem any less sharp than last than, than any other time. Right. Uh, calling people chase Daniels when they're chase youngs. Um, but it's
0: uh it's a trip. Um, it's uh it's going to be nice. It's going to be, a, it's going to be a wild ride. It always is. And we'll, 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 have the people in, the, in our picks judge how how sharp or not sharp you are. <laughs> um, and we'll talk about how we did it, of course, last week. I had a terrible... Ah, uh, championship Sunday. It happens. That was very unexpected. Both of those outcomes actually were unexpected for me. Um, but we'll see if we can get some winning picks for the Super Bowl. Again, this is episode 72 of Believe in Betting LA. We are, of course, on the Believe Podcast Network. That's blea and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. Again, I'm at S Maxwell713 on Twitter. Chris is at Lou Mandingo, Rock, stack caps at stack capital. Edge Fighter Sports is at Edge Finder Sports on Twitter. And we are available wherever you choose to get your podcast from. That includes iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. Before we talk about how we did in Championship Sunday, and of course give our picks for the big game on Sunday, we want to thank our sponsor, of course, that is our friends over at Online. As you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you better know that the Super Bowl, of course, is on Sunday, February 7th, and you can get all of your action in at betonline.ag. Tampa Bay, the first team in history to play for the title on their home field. hard to believe, but in 55 or 54 other Super Bowls, no home team has made it. Of course, Tampa Bay breaks that streak. They're three and a half point underdogs or three. I've seen both three and three and a half. Of course, the juice is going to be aligned to that as well. They're taking on the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs looking for back-to-back titles for the first time in nearly two decades. Can you name the last team to go back-to-back, Chris? Gosh, back-to-back. Um,
1: no, I can't, but it's, it's only how,
0: how many times has it happened, like once or twice? Uh, I think it's happened. Maybe it's happened twice. at least twice. But uh, I believe – I'm trying to remember now. The, now that I say that a lot, did the Patriots ever win back-to-back? I don't think they I did. I don't think they did, no. Yeah, so They so got thinking, there back-to-back, but they lost. Of course, lost. they definitely got there back-to-back. The Denver Broncos, of course, won back-to-back Super Bowls ah, uh, in 1998 and 1999. And, uh, of course, the Chiefs are trying to accomplish that feat this upcoming Sunday. All right. So, for bet online, go to betonline.ag. They're going to get all of your action. They have everything you want, everything you want, including literally hundreds of props on the game. So, <laughs> visit betonline today, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right. So, let's wrap up and let's talk about how we did Chris on Championship Sunday. As I alluded to i went owing and two very very bad my most confident pick packers minus three did not look good at any point in that game uh and let's talk about that game tom brady and the tampa bay bucks you know went in there had a great first half of course they had that big lead in the first half and i was absolutely stunned i thought the packers were going to kill them in that first half there and one of my best bets of that game one of my most confident bets of that game was packers first half money line and of course not only did they not come close to that, but Kevin King gives up a touchdown on literally the last play of the half. Uh, or, or maybe there's a kickoff, but, you know, last play of really in, yeah, in was, yeah. giving Scotty Miller, uh, you know, just a simple go route. And, and it was really incredible. I mean, of course, in that situation, you don't want to give up five, six yards and let them get out of bounds and give up a field goal. However, you played football in college. I played high school football. You know the number one thing you cannot do right there is let someone get behind you. Like even if you have to grab the guy and you're giving up a free play from the one, you just can't give up a touchdown in the situation over the top. And that's exactly what happened. And, um, you know, absolutely incredible stuff. It it, it was even more incredible because Bruce Arians actually sent the punt team out there. And I was like, wow, I can't believe they're actually giving up this opportunity. At least kick the field goal or, you you know, throw a bomb downfield. And, of course, it took a timeout the Tampa Bay offense came right back on the field and bam, just like that. Of course they take a huge lead into halftime and that proved to be probably the difference in the game because, you know, obviously Rodgers had that, that, you know, that crazy call to go for the field goal. It wasn't Rogers fault. Um, and you know, he had that, he had a probable touchdown run, I believe on third and goal. He may have not yep. gotten there, but he had a lot of, a lot of green grass in front of him. And of course they keep the field goal, never get the ball back, of course, and they lose uh, in that game by five. So, you know, it's kind of the situation of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were rewarded for being aggressive. The Buccaneers were uh, you know, punished for for being conservative in that situation. And so really interesting game. The pressure for Tampa Bay got to the Packers. Yep. Aaron Rodgers used to be one of the most mobile quarterbacks around, at least a very slippery guy. He was sacked five times. All five of those sacks, Chris, not on blitzes. That was, you know, just Standard four man pressures, um, and this Tampa Bay defensive front is ferocious. Of course, the Chiefs lost starting tackle Eric Fisher, so they're down four starters from the beginning of this season, uh, and they're on their offensive line. So that's really the key to the matchup, I think, for me on Sunday, but we'll talk about that in a second. So just give me your brief thoughts there on the NFC Championship game. You know, Brady had those second half picks. Uh, of course, you know, Rodgers did not play his best either. But this Bay team, perennially, by me and many, many others, has been underrated. Will we see them be underrated in this game again? I think probably. And in the championship game, what did you – we talked about
1: it. I'm I'm almost certain. What do quarterbacks hate most? They hate pressure. What do I always say? They really hate pressure up the middle. And what did Bea do? He just punished his man. You know, he's – Fresh as it were, I don't think he necessarily had his win because you'd see a lot of times he'd push, he'd push the guard or the center, like five, six yards back and Rogers is uh, right in his lap and make him move to one side. And then he just had nothing left. But that's, that's how you do. That's how you, that's how you impact a game in the defensive line and how you completely change things because you make routes are a lot about timing. These guys are ultra fast. They make that one cut, they move, they're open. And if your quarterback is turning or running, as good as Rodgers is, and as good as Mahomes is, right? it it, it throws things off dramatically, and I think you're going to see that in that game. As far as the run goes, uh, I don't blame Rodgers too much because he's a professional quarterback and his eyes are downfield, even at the goal line, so he's not looking at what's right in front of him with that green grass. I think he probably makes it. If not, he's close. The thing that was crazy to me is that when he got asked about it, he said he thought they were in four down territory. That's wild that Lafleur and him are not on the same page in the NFC Championship game. Whether or not you're in four down territory, so you know you tip you tip your hat if you if you uh, looked at the box score uh, without seeing uh, the the totals and you're like, whoa, Brady threw three picks against Aaron Rodgers. I don't think you think there's any way the Bucks are going to win that game, but. Brady's greatness is that Scotty Miller touchdown. He's not fast. He doesn't necessarily throw a you know a tight spiral. You see him miss a lot of guys, especially in the last few years. But he his awareness is is otherworldly, and he saw it. He took advantage, and that that one play, as much as you can have one play change a game, did um, in in that game. So I I got killed too. Right, I lost all three of those games in the NFC Championship. All three of my bets, but. I just tip my cap to, to the game plan the Bucks had, and anybody who listens knows I just salivate over good line play. And Vita Vea just absolutely did his did his best Aaron Donald impression and just completely dominated from the nose tackle position.
0: Yeah, it literally you took the rush right out of my mouth. I was going to say Vitave is probably the closest thing in the league right now to an Aaron Donald. And um, you just forget how much he meant to the Tampa Bay team. That was his first game back from injury. Yep. He missed, I think, about eight weeks of the season. Uh, and so that wasn't even the, the full strength of Vitave. We've got you know two weeks of him getting back to health, getting back to – to the full stamina, endurance of a regular season, and um, he absolutely will be a factor on Sunday. Want to make a, a, an apology to the New England Patriots? They actually did win back-to-back Super Bowls in 2003. Oh, they, they beat the Panthers in 2004. They beat the Eagles, both three-point games. So they're actually the last team to go back-to-back. So I figured that the Patriots, with all their success, probably had back-to-back Super Bowl wins. Uh, but of course, as a Broncos fan, that's the one that came to mind. So, so <laughs> it's at the least, least happened twice. The teams have gone back-to-back. Uh, I think there's probably. Been one other as well, but I, I I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. So the Chiefs will try to do accomplish that feat uh, as well. Let's move on. Let's talk about the AFC Championship game. And this one, uh, even though the Bills got off to that that hot start, they got up to a nine nothing lead. Scored in the first uh, possession with a field goal, and of course in the next uh, timeout, Michael Harvin fumbled. The Bills got the ball at three yard line. They scored a touchdown, nine nothing, and. You know, it felt like, hey, maybe the Bills can actually. I actually thought the Bills were going to win that game. I thought the Chiefs had been sleepwalking all season. That the Bills matched up with them pretty well. Um, their zone defense maybe could get some pressure, uh, or at least you know clog up some lanes, and and maybe this offense could keep up with the Chiefs. It wasn't even close to that. And if we've seen it time and time and time again, if the Chiefs are down by double digits, or in this case almost double digits, um, they're not dead. They're not even close to dead. They came back with I think like five straight scores. They only yep. punted. Uh, I think, one time that whole game. And so um, it's something to remember, certainly, if, if that happens on Sunday. If they're down, you know, it's happened in, like, five of the last six playoff games. The Chiefs have gone down double digits, and they've come back to win. And obviously, the oddsmakers have adjusted for that. And so you're not going to get – I think it was, like, even money, money line, something like that, down 9 nothing. So you're not getting a huge discount. But it is something that if you're a Chiefs backer, uh, you know, you can either double down, certainly. Or if, you're, if you don't have anything going into the game live – you have that opportunity to try to get that discount because as we've seen time and time again with this Chiefs offense, they are so fast, so explosive. They can score in so many different ways that it's never, ever over with them. Even if it's, you know, the analytics tell you it's a 95% probability that they lose. Uh, it doesn't matter. Patrick Mahomes can leave this team nope. back. And we just saw them just completely dismantle a very, very good Buffalo Bills team. And I don't think the Bills really... Um, you know, the moment kind of was too big for them. I kind of 100%. felt like that went for the Packers as well. But, you know, it was their first time in, in you know, 25 years or something being in the spotlight here, taking on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs certainly came to play in this game. They were just carving up that zone defense. And and the Bills offense uh, stalled out many times. They needed to go for it on every occasion possible. They needed to kick onside They needed to do trick plays, and they didn't. And so, um, like I said, the moment kind of was too big for the Bills, and the Chiefs just completely and utterly dismantled them. Kelsey was huge. Tyreek Hill was huge. And here we have it. We have, you know, Tom Brady, probably the best quarterback, certainly the most accomplished NFL player of all time, going up against, uh, for my money, the best player that I've certainly ever seen, at least uh, in in lighting in a bottle here. So it should be a really fun game, Chris. It's a three-point spread. So it's a very, very close game. We're seeing the over-under at 56. That's actually not the highest of all time. That Patriots-Falcons uh, Super Bowl a couple years ago that was a higher overall total. So let's do this here. Let's talk about the game in totality in itself first. We'll make a pick on both the side and the total. And then we're going to talk about props. So let's start here. Who you got? Kansas City minus three at Tampa Bay.
1: So I'm going to take the Bucks. I've got three game picks, and <clears throat> I'm going to take the Bucks money line, mostly because I like the value. Right, plus three is great, and that that might make the difference. If it had a hook, I would definitely take Bucks plus three and a half. But since the hook's not there, I'd rather take the value at plus one forty. And it goes just to my old trope that I say all the time: I I just see the Bucks. The Bucks have an awesome defense. Um, the, the they're going to rush for, they're going to do exactly what they did to the Packers. And Devin White and Levante David, the linebackers, are awesome. Those guys fly around the field. And I think if you can get pressure up the middle, if you can get pressure up four, listen, Mahomes is quick enough to avoid. He can back up. He can he could drop 25 yards and still sling it, right, and, and hit anybody he needs to. But that, that quick stuff, that stuff where they like to get, uh, Tyreek Hill in space, you know those quick those quick slants and just let him run. Uh, Kelsey running and operating through the middle of the field. I think it's going to be tough for them to do, and I think it's going to be hard to do with Mahomes backpedaling and moving. Uh, obviously, if, if you had to pick any quarterback in the league to to put up with pressure, Patrick Mahomes is probably who you're going to want to pick. But I just I really really like the Bucks defense. I think they're going to get pressure with four. They're going to drop everybody else. They're going to double when they need to. And I think it would be the most Tom Brady of, of Tom Brady things, right? To to win this Super Bowl, uh, you know, first first at home team, uh, you know, is there anything Tom Brady wants likes more than I think him and Belichick are, are buddies. You know, I don't think they're getting dinner together, but I think they're buddies. But how how much is Tom Brady gonna revel in the in the immediate aftermath of Tom Brady won without Bill Belichick? It's all it's all Tom Brady. It's all Tom Brady, right? So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if if the Chiefs win this, but just when I look at when I looked up a at a banged up Chiefs offensive line and I look at what I think is an elite pass rush and a very, very solid secondary and, and middle linebacker core on the Bucks, I just think I think they're gonna pull it off. I think they're gonna, you know, they're gonna win a, a seven point game. They're gonna win a three point game.
0: I've gone back and forth in this, you know, since championship Sunday and my mantra for the Super Bowl is you know, basically just gun to my head take the best defense and you know if you look at overall defense Tampa is substantially better than Kansas City I think Kansas City's about 18 and and, and Tampa's 6 however and that's very much skewed by Tampa Bay being the number one running at uh, defense and, and Kansas City being in the bottom third of the league in running defense guess what doesn't matter anymore in the NFL yep. rushing rushing the football we're going to see probably a combined 20, 25 rushing attempts from the Chiefs, maybe even like under 10 rushing attempts. So, you know, if you look at the passing defense, the Bucks are 10 and the Chiefs are 14. So all of a sudden, it's really not that big of a discrepancy. Um, this is a bit skewed, of course, with, as you talked about, Tampa Bay's absolutely amazing defensive front with Vita Vea, especially being back. They've got Shaq Bear, they've got JPP, uh, in this in this Chiefs' own line being completely banged up and guys, you know, not playing in their... Comfortable positions and the cohesiveness of the line, as as you've talked about many times, yeah, is so important. Big time, big time. Um, however, you do have two full weeks to prep for this. So it's not like you're just throwing, you know, it's not like they played on Sunday and they're playing again on Sunday and you've only had four real practices. You know, you've had two full weeks to get this done. The Chiefs have played in the stadium this year. They're staying with the exact same hotel. So is there really even a home field advantage? Maybe it's a half a point. Maybe not. You know, I'm not really sure about that. So um, ultimately, what comes down to this for me is. Patrick Mahomes just is that guy, okay? So he's never lost by more than seven points in his entire NFL career. You have to go back to Texas Tech, the last time he lost by more than one possession. Isn't that insane? Uh, That's just in, insane. In, six, in 15 games of consequence in the regular season, they lost one game. That was to the Raiders uh, in their two playoff games. Who knows what would have happened against Cleveland if Patrick Mahomes stays healthy. They go. Uh, they play the very next week against the—I thought— one of the best teams in the league this year in the Buffalo bills with a very banged up Patrick Holmes, you know, at best, this guy, uh, is 85, 90% of, of his full self. And they, and they just dismantled that team. As I said, as we broke down earlier, so it's just so hard for me to take the bucks in this situation. I have to take the chiefs minus three here. Um, I don't love it, but I do like it. And minus three, a lot more than three and a half. If it was a three and a half yeah. point spread, Yep. That might be enough for me to take Tampa Bay, but ultimately I feel comfortable taking Kansas City. I do have luckily a Tampa Futures ticket at 14 to 1, and so I can I have the luxury, of course, of hedging against that if I want to take Kansas City. Now, when it comes to the total, what correlates to the Kansas City victory? Very likely, of course, it is the over. Fifty-six is a very high total. Uh, But I'm surprised that it's not the highest total of all time. I could see this easily being a 58, 59, even 60 point total. Um, You know, both these offenses have been firing since the Week 12 bye for Tampa Bay. They've actually outscored Kansas City. They're scoring 34 points a game. Kansas City's scoring, I think, 32, 33 points a game, something like that. So both these teams are capable of scoring the 30s. If this game is close, like I think it is, we're going to see fireworks down the stretch here. In the fourth quarter, so I'm actually taking the over as well, and, and I don't like teasing through the zero. I know that's uh, you know bad. Obviously, your your friends over at Side Capital tell you never to do that. However, in this situation, I don't mind taking a six or even a seven point teaser. Get Kansas City plus three, get them plus four, and then you're taking the over at 49 or 50. So that's my official best bet. of This game is actually taking the teaser. I'm going to get Kansas City as a three point dog because if they do lose, we've seen it's going to be close. Like even if, even if Tampa Bay controls the entire game. They're up 10 points late in the fourth quarter. I will bet my bottom dollar that Kansas City goes down there and scores a touchdown, makes a three-point game. They don't get the onside kick. Bam, just like that, uh, you have yourself a win in a teaser. So I like both Kansas City minus three, like the over, and I like them to correlate certainly with the parlay, but obviously with the teaser as well. Um, and that's my picks for the game itself. We're going to move on. We're going talk about props here, Chris. We're just going to rapid fire. We're going to go back and forth. Just give me about 10 to 15 seconds of context, and then give me those bets.
1: Yeah, I'll give you the, the last two kind of game picks I had. So I've got over first quarter over 10. Look for minus 120 or better on that. And then Chiefs first half minus two half at minus 105. I like that price pretty well. And, of course, I like a lot that it's not three. Props wise, I mean, there's there's just there's a million. We said this last year. We'll say it again up front. If there is a coin flip prop. Uh, take the one that has better odds. If for whatever reason they're offering heads at minus 105 and tails is minus 115, for the love of God, just take heads. Um, it's a 50-50 shot. So so do that. Um, Player-wise, Mahomes, first quarter touchdown, no. Minus 156 or better. Brady, second quarter touchdown. And when I say touchdown, I mean passing or running. Uh, that's probably a thing with Mahomes, may less so with Brady. Brady, second quarter touchdown, yes, minus 134 or better. Brady, fourth quarter touchdown, obviously. Of course, Brady's going to score a touchdown in the fourth quarter, isn't he? Minus 134 or better. Four net, you just talked about it, under 46 and a half rushing yards. I think his yards are going to come off, dump off passes. I do not think he's going to rush for 47 yards. Price is, is in with that, minus 146 or better. Mahomes over twenty-one and a half rush yards, minus one forty-four, better. And I think that happens. He's going to get a pass rush. He's going to run. What a Patrick Mahomes loves running on third and long. I, I definitely see him ripping off a couple twelve-yard runs, and and then we're over. And my boy Gronk over thirty and a half receiving yards. He'll probably have two receptions, but one of them will be for twenty-five yards, and well, that'll get us over. Minus one twenty-seven or better on that.
0: Okay, awesome. That was that was very quick. Right, I'm going to fire through mine right here. I'm going to go my best bet over three and a half sacks in the game on minus 190. Um, both these teams, if you just take their average sacks per game for the entire season, it hits easily over four and a half even. So I'm going to take the extra pricey three and a half. I think that's going to happen for sure. I think the Bucks will get Mahomes Mahomes uh, two or three times by themselves. And Brady, you know, look, when when he gets pressure, he either falls down, that's a sack that counts as a sack, <laughs> or he's going to lob the ball up in the air. I don't think he wants to take picks unless it's on third and long, and he just launches it downfield. It's basically a punt at that point anyway. So I do think we're going to see at least four sacks. I also like, speaking of Brady, I like under the shortest touchdown under one and a half yards, minus 190. Uh, we could easily see, you know, obviously a pass interference in the end zone and a quick rushing yard uh, touchdown. And people forget that Tom Brady is one of the best QB sneakers of all time. So if that if there's a situation where it's fourth and goal from the one, or, you know, something like that. I do think we're going to see Brady sneak through there. That also correlates with Brady over half a rush yard at plus 120. This is my only plus money bet here. I, I like to take uh, favorites in the Super Bowl, generally speaking. If they're not too expensive, of course, is because, uh, you know, these these crazy plus bets are, are suckers bets. You know, that's, that's look, the Super Bowl has the most recreational bettors of all time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we try not to obviously be on those sides <laughs> too often. And, and so that's why I don't want to take you – know, recreational betters want to take those plus odds, and they're designed to entice you that way for the most part. So I like Brady to get over half a rush yard. I do also like Mahomes to break – I'm seeing 19 and a half. So if you can get 19 and a half, that's an easy yeah, slam. Rush yards sure. over. Uh, Byron Pringle, a lot of people are talking about him not catching the ball at all uh, with Sammy Watkins being back. And Demarcus Robinson was a close contact COVID. COVID. Uh, we hope he plays. This is what I'm not taking until game day because if Demarcus Robinson – uh, does in fact play this changes everything, but I like Byron Peter. First catch to be over six and a half yards. If he doesn't make a catch, I think it's just the most likely scenario. That's a wash. If he does catch the ball, very likely it's going to be downfield. Very likely it's going to be over six and a half yards. Travis Kelsey. The weakness of the Tampa Bay team is against tight ends. Yes, you mentioned they have great linebackers. The linebackers do very well against running backs, running routes. You're going to see. I don't think you're going to see Darrell Williams or Clyde edwards alaire get very many receptions however Kelsey as we've seen time and time again this dude eats no matter what I like him over seven and a half receiving yard or receiving uh, receptions excuse me minus 190 I like him over 98 and a half yards and minus 120 this is what I really really like this is a matchup between Kelsey and Mike Evans I'm actually taking Kelsey minus 32 and a half yards over Evans I think it's a correlation here number one I've mentioned I like Kelsey I've mentioned him three times in the last about 25 seconds And I also think the Chiefs are going to do very well against Mike Evans. They're going to focus on him. The Chiefs actually done great against receivers. Um, And so I I like uh, both Kelsey to have a great game and Evans to have a very quiet game. Um, And uh, you mentioned Gronk. I like both of these Tampa Bay tight ends. I'm not mentioning them here because right now Cameron Bray is a true game-time decision with his back injury. If he ends up playing, you can take both Gronk and Bray, especially if there is some sort of a reduction in Gronk's yards. But I really like Cameron Braid. I'm seeing it about 28, 20, uh, 29 yards. Uh, and I'll take the over there very confidently. And I'll also take him to score a touchdown because uh, that's the true weakness of this Chiefs defense as well. They do not play tight ends well either. And I actually like Fournette to be over 46 and a half yards. I think they're going to try to – look, they've run first and 10 pretty much every single time. It seemed like certainly at least in that first half against the Green Bay Packers. And Fournette's the guy getting most of those carries. You know, Ronald Jones had that quad injury, so certainly that could be different. This week, but I actually like Fournette to have over 46 and a half yards. I'm surprised to hear you say you don't like it if you like Tampa Bay to win this game, because if, you're, if we're seeing Tampa Bay playing with the lead late in that second half, I do think we're going to see a healthy dose of Leonard Fournette rushing the ball. So that's it for the 2020 2021 football season. Right now, Chris, my record stands at 28, 28 and 1. So we'll nice. see if I can break over 500. My best bets, though, 11, 6 and 1. So hopefully I'll end up with a very nice record there. And you had a very nice season as well. Uh, I think you went 31, 29 and 2. So uh, both of us are kind of hovering right around 500 there. So it'll be a make or break Super Bowl Sunday.
1: Oh, the best bettors in the world only hit at about fifty-two, fifty-four, fifty-six percent.
0: Uh, and the reason they are the best bettors in the world and they make money is because they bet price and value. Right. Exactly. Wow. And so if you want to find price and value, of course, go to our friends over at Edgefinder Sports on Twitter. They're gonna have are you guys gonna have some some free picks on Sunday morning? Oh, 100 percent I would be absolutely
1: floored if our if our Twitter guru isn't posting all sorts of wrestling gifs with uh, with bets, <laughs> <laughs> with bets attached to them.
0: All right, awesome. Uh, Well, for the Proud Papa, Chris Lured himself, for Edgefire Sports, for Sag Capital, for the Bleed Podcast Network, for Ben Online, for Sam Maxwell. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. Thanks for listening all season. We'll be back with a bunch of college basketball, baseball. We didn't even talk about it, but Trevor Bauer, someone I grew up with, uh, is – Dodger. Newest Dodger. He signed a massive deal with the Dodgers today. So we're going to talk this isn't just a football podcast. We talk about all betting of all kinds specifically obviously through a Los Angeles lens Uh, but of course thanks for tuning in with us this football season and we'll see you guys next time.